0: If you're the kind of dad looking for just one electoral vote from your kids, just one, one electoral vote from your kids, then this is the podcast for you. Bad to the Dad, the podcast celebrating suburban dad life, also the fastest growing dad-themed podcast in all of humanity. My name is Adam D, and I am joined by the man who has no trouble getting electoral votes from his family, or from or from Pennsylvania, for that matter. His name is Coach Randy. Coach, we are here, episode 10, episode season 10. 4. Season 4, in the den. In the den. In the
1: den, and uh, you know... Trans full transparency. We're doing this Saturday night, not on a Sunday. We had just listened to. I mean, president-elect. It's kind of a special day in history. Regardless of a political affiliation, we're not a political show. No. Nope. But uh, what a day it's been.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm glad you brought that up. And like Coach Randy said, you know, we do not favor one party or one candidate. Uh, on this show because that is not how we roll because we realize we've got listeners from either side of the spectrum but we'll talk dads about, or dads dads but, but, or but dads we will talk about this experience as dads in yes. just a few moments. Yes. Just a few moments. But you know who always has my vote, coach, and yours I'm sure? Let me see. Um, could it be Becky Berman at BermanCS.com? BurmanCS for all of your graphic design, <laughs> web design marketing needs. How do you know Bur- that? Becky, Bur- because we've been doing this for like four seasons. In <laughs> That's how we know it. So, you know, if you didn't pick up on the queue, I'd be really, really worried. <laughs> yes. Even though you're a couple of bourbons in on I'm, I'm a
1: few bourbons in.
0: I'm looking behind us at this beautiful decal with yes. this bone skull daddy. And the hat and the pipe. And that is bone daddy. And Becky designed that for us. So, if she can give us this wonderful graphic yes. presentation, imagine what she can do for you and and you're using it. And I
1: I am a user and I got to tell you about to launch Coach Randy says, very excited. I've rebranded, remarketed myself. I got a whole new, whole new logo, whole new marketing campaign. She's been incredible. Coach Randy says, check me out. I think the logo is kind of cool. I have to admit, I mean, I showed it to you. It's like... I love all the green that's popping the, the out. Green, yeah. The green, the, the box, the
0: multidimensional, the CRS. You're a multidimensional gentleman, so... Uh, I like to think I am. Thank yeah, you very well, much. I said it, so now it's now it's going to be true. <laughs> Thank you. Coach, speaking of multidimensional people, yes. we have an amazing guest. This is probably the guest that we've been waiting for all of our lives. Well, I
1: think it's so funny is, uh, again, I've always applauded your ability to get guests. And a lot of them are through your networking system. This one is a little different. This one's unique in terms of how you connected with our guest today. Please share.
0: So our guest today is going to be Dan, the bourbon man. He is an expert on bourbon. He knows what goes into a bourbon, but he also knows how to find bourbons. And he's created this network of people who go out to different liquor stores or wherever one finds bourbon in any state in America and brings it all on back. And you can actually sign up for his newsletter. So, how do we find Dan the Bourbon? How man? do you find? How did you well, find Dan? Well, him? Coach, we're always talking about having somebody who is an expert in the craft of bourbon. Yes. If you recall, we've had a, a brewer on. That's our friend Roger Appelon. Roger Appelon, Appelon of four course, four the city. craft
1: breweries, four cities, the big four, right? I got we, you. We love
0: Roger, but we've never yes. had a bourbon guy on.
1: All right. A bourbon and, dad. And, well, and we love bourbon.
0: Oh, indeed, we do. We do love yes. bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with okay. that, we'll say cheers. <laughs> All right. We're doing that a little too much tonight, so. All right. But. I I just searched Instagram. All right, settle down. Sorry. I searched Instagram looking for... An expert on bourbon, yes, and I found this guy Dan the Bourbon Man with over fifty-six thousand followers. I said, This guy must be somebody pretty special to get fifty-six thousand when I'm begging, I'm begging for
1: fifty. Yes. Not even (laughs) that. We can't get one of our damn friends to give us fifteen (laughs) dollars as a freaking sponsor.
0: Forget that. Forget (laughs) we high high-fiving. Forget that. We're we're talking about Dan the Bourbon man. Sorry. So so I reached out to him on his website. I emailed him. I said, Would you like to be a a guest on our dad show and five minutes later he said, tell me a little bit more. Yes. I think you're really going to enjoy hearing from Dan the Bourbon Man and... He's a parent. He's a dad. He's a dad of two little ones. Yes. But... Our listeners, apparently, are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, because they've been sending us... Because you posted on Facebook, right? I said, if you have questions for Dan, let us know. And we have a handful of listeners that sent in questions. You know,
1: had we known that sooner, we'd have brought Dan the Birdman on. Episode like, one. Absolutely. <laughs> Season two, Sorry, right? Christy. Yes, we would have had Dan the Birdman, <laughs> Dan the Birdman on
0: much, much earlier. Uh, Coach said it's been a historic day. It's been a historic week. You probably need a drink so we have the right guest for you. Yes, that. But, absolutely. So... You know, we always ask about each other's weeks. Yes, and I, I'm so proud of my kids for this week, and it's not even so me much too. about me too. Um, you know, who won, right? And and how it went down, because we we all know that this was a very complicated election. But the fact that they were so in tune to the numbers and understanding how many electoral votes were assigned to each state, that then precipitated a further discussion in what is this Electoral College. Why do we have an electoral college? And why don't other countries yeah. have an electoral college? Why, why is the U.S. Because we're a bunch of morons. Right? Why does the U.S. have to be different? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, their interests going you know, to coming in while I'm working, like every hour on the hour. Yeah. You know, Trump won this state. Yes. Biden won this state. Biden only needs this amount of, yes. of electoral votes to win. If he just gets Pennsylvania, and that's the conversation we've been having yes. for the yes. last four days, yes. then he'll win. So... To have to explain, I'd say to have to explain, but the whole exercise of explaining to kids who are now fascinated—it really like is Taro remarkable. College, really right? is remarkable. So it's like, all right, New Jersey, which is the state we live in, yes. has fourteen. Yes. But the state, which is a giant rectangle, it yeah. is much larger geographically. South Dakota has only has three. Three. <laughs> and you have to explain that it's really based on population. Exactly. Which is how our Congress is exactly also selected.
1: land doesn't vote; people do. People do. Yeah.
0: So that is how I've had to explain the Electoral College, and I said, "Let's look at the votes. Let's look at the votes in South Dakota." Yeah, like I keep picking on South Dakota, but it's a perfect. Example. You got to go
1: with South Dakota because right.
0: why not? <laughs> so between the Biden votes and the uh, and the Donald Trump votes, yes, you had a total of like three hundred fifty thousand with about sixty eight precincts yes, reporting.
1: Reporting, yeah.
0: Meanwhile, New Jersey had about eighty at that time, and you had one point four million. Yeah. You know, for, let's say, 1.4 million for Trump, 1.7 million for for Biden. So it just goes to show you that when our electoral college system was set up, it really was, hey, why should a state that has so fewer people get stronger higher representation? I mean, this is starting to sound like a civics lesson. No, but it's it's, not the route we want to go, but this is the conversation. But it's it's nice having
1: those conversations because, you know, uh, as you know, I have four. You know, oh, you and my oldest, I had conversations. She would call me, and we would talk about what was going on. And she was so engaged, and she was so passionate, and she was so invested into what was going on. I mean, twenty five, and I've been for years. I've been years telling her because she's had a ch- she had a chance to you know vote in the in two thousand sixteen, yeah, and let's just say that it didn't work out for her. Mm-hmm. But now at twenty five she she's registered and she's in Colorado and she is so invested in the conversation we had incredible conversations agreements how to deal with certain people my son who's in Arizona who well, I busted I busted him for I would say want to bust his balls and I'm going to say it because it's a podcast for so long to go in and just register to vote he went in he registered to vote he voted in Arizona and I was so. He's so not proud... the reason
0: why we had to wait on Arizona. <laughs>
1: exactly. No, actually, he is the one vote that made. <laughs> I mean, the tipping point. <laughs> the tipping point, yeah. right? Uh, but no, he did. You know, uh, here in West Orange, we had one of our own, Mike Kelly, who's uh, yes. now the, the the senator from West Orange from, from New Jersey, West and took yes. the seat and that
0: Gabby uh, Giffords, his wife, who was wife. shot in the head nine exactly. years ago right. in a mall shooting, right.
1: So, uh, and he's a local, so he voted for her, and we had a great conversation. I was really pr- had a really conversation with him, yes. Uh, very proud of him. And then my other two, Michaela and Brianna, they they knew, they were more up to date with the information than we were. I mean, I would say, hey, hey Michaela, what's the latest news? Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Brianna. Um, at one point, Brianna did say, isn't it kind of sad that an 11-year-old has to be concerned about an election? You know, but it was really... An opportunity. I, I'm hoping that they now understand the value of what it means to be an American and they can take that and grow from it because wow, what a week. What a what a what a week. And I'm so proud of my, my kids.
0: We hope you voted. Again, we don't care who you voted for. We're just glad that you were part of the democratic process. Speaking of voting, the other um, the other vote that was on the docket in the state of New Jersey was about the legalization of yes! marijuana. Mar- I don't smoke marijuana I, but I, I, my I, friends Believe it or not, I've never done it. You've never smoked marijuana. I, I know I'm, I was, I'm a nerd. You know, like in college, I was all about the sports broadcasting. In high school, I was the guy who held people's hair back when they were vomiting because they were doing all this stuff. Well,
1: uh, I, I am not a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the, the the feeling it gives me in, you know, because of smoking. I tried it a couple times. Right? But I did go to Colorado, where it is legal. One of the first states. And I don't know, the dispensary experience is very, very trippy. You you walk in, and you got to show your ID. Uh uh, And then they let you into the room, and they check your ID again, as if you could change your ID from one place to another. Mm -hmm. And it's like really a cool shop. And you look around, and they they have edibles. I didn't know there was such a thing, just so you know. There's something called edibles, and it could be like... uh, like Juju bees and <laughs> cookies, gummies, yeah. gummy bears. Yeah, gummy bears. Uh, and I, I <laughs> Juju bees, right? <laughs> you know. So I, I can't stand smoke. I can't stand. It's not for me, right? Uh, and so I got these these cookies. I, they were like uh, I don't know some kind of cookie, and I thought it would be better for you if you just had a cookie.
0: I'm waiting for Oreo to double stuff <laughs> right.
1: with the ganja. No, but whatever it was. I, I ate a cookie, and. You saw God. I don't know what it was. I, I felt whatever I felt, but I still have that same, uh, uh, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and it's just not for me. Yeah, But I'm just not for me. But I have come to learn that it's not a gateway drug. It, I mean, no. <laughs> bourbon, cheers, right? Yeah. Okay, let me get one. Yeah, bourbon, it. cheers, oh, right. right? another one. Talk Here. about gateway drugs, right? But uh, it is uh, unbelievable to see the legalization of marijuana.
0: Well, look, I th- I think that both uh leftists and capitalists can really appreciate yes. the legalization of marijuana. It will decriminalize yes uh, a certain percentage of those who have been incarcerated for, So what happens for the to those offenses. people who've
1: been who are in jail now for offenses?
0: They will they will probably appeal. And they're you know, going to be three strikes are like, oh, out, folks. Yeah. But I'm thinking about the 200 million dollars in tax revenue. Absolutely, that New Jersey we, we could hopefully go to the right. Decrease our ta- our home
1: values. Taxes. Our home taxes. Our taxes. Yes.
0: Repair the roads a little faster. Yes. Maybe reduce the the toll collection. I like your the thinking.
1: Front. I like your thinking.
0: I'm trying to trying to think like a money man, <laughs> right? Right. Not yeah. a hippie. Yes. But anyway, great show. We've got Dan the Bourbon Man coming up right here on Dad. <laughs> Dad the Bad.
1: Dad to the bad. Did you do that one over again? <laughs> do that over again. You've been having too much bourbon.
0: <laughs> We've got a great show for you today on Bad to the Dad. We've got Dan the Bourbon Man. He's coming up next. We are bad to the dad with coach Randy and Adam D. Remember you can connect with us. You can either send us a, a DM on social media and our handle is at bad to the dad, or you can go with good old fashioned email and that is contact us at bad That's contact us at badtothedad.com and a handful of listeners did use contact us at badtothedad.com. We have some questions. Well, in anticipation. In um, great
1: anticipation.
0: I think the anticipation is a lot on, on I us. I think it happens
1: to be us. I think we're building so, it up.
0: So for for us, you know, as bourbon drinkers, this is almost like, you know, speaking to the Pope or uh, the, 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 chief, the chief rabbi, the godfather, the godfather or, the or, or the president or president-elect yes. of the United States. We are privileged to have Dan, the bourbon man on Bad to the Dad. Dan, thanks so much for being on our program.
2: Thank you so much for having me. How are you guys?
0: We're doing terrific because yeah. we're, we're sipping back one of our favorites, Bibbin Tucker, Bibbin Tucker. six years.
2: Very nice. Very nice choice. So you,
0: you approve. You approve. So
2: I did approve.
0: Dan, tell us what, what you're throwing back tonight.
2: Right now I'm throwing back some New York Distilling Ragtime Rye. It's a barrel pick that I did with them exclusively. Um, and it's actually still on sale over at Mash and Grape in, uh, online, and um, yeah, on their website, mashandgrape.com. And it's quite delicious.
0: Sounds like it. I, I can tell just through Zoom that. Is it's it that's a fruity sense? A little bouquet. It's got a little vanilla aftertaste.
2: Sorry.
1: What kind of aftertaste does it have?
2: It's got like a, a nice spicy zing to it, oh. like a almost like a a cinnamon, cinnamony aftertaste.
0: Is it whiskey or bourbon? Well, it's well, rye. Right? Oh, yeah, right. Right. oh yeah. so, so you know the rule about bourbon. It has yes. to have at least 51% yep. corn, you know, I'm right? so glad you
1: you're here to, have... to educate us, Adam D.
0: Well, I, I got a, a lesson at a bourbon tasting a, a number of years ago, and wow. I also understood that bourbon very much factored into the development of the United States of America. Really? Uh, Dan, you probably know more than we do, but but I heard that after the 13 colonies were ratified, they were looking for more expansion westward to places like Kentucky and Tennessee, gave all those settlers a bunch of corn seed. But the problem was there was a bumper crop of corn, and all of these farmers didn't know what to do with all of this, all this corn except to make cornbread, corn. <laughs> it's like you know, bubba shrimp, yeah, bubba, shrimp yeah. sandwich, <laughs> pu- garlic so, shrimp. So so they so they made <laughs> bourbon. I don't know. were you, were you familiar with those tales?
2: I've heard of that tale before. Yes, I feel like one of the first things people do when they're setting up society is uh, distill something. <laughs> you gotta find it, the booze. It, yeah, it, it's like you know, it's like set up a house or some sort of roof over your head. Uh, you know, make a family and then find something to drink.
1: Drink.
2: Dedicate <laughs> <Just to laughs> yourself from Absolutely. said house and family. Yes. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Dan, take us back. Um, How did this whole thing start with you establishing your brand as Dan the Bourbon Man expert on bourbons?
2: So I've always been into bourbon ever since my friend got me into it 15 years ago or so with Blanton's bourbon from Buffalo Trace Distillery. Um, And that's back when you could find it on any shelf, anywhere, anytime for $40. Now you can't really find it unless it's like, you know, once a month or once every three months. And that's because of the whole allocation um, thing going on right now due to the demand of bourbon. Back then there wasn't as much of a demand. Um, So I drank it and liked it and then kind of went away from it, went into red wine, went to craft beer for a while And then actually uh, when my wife was pregnant with my son uh, about uh, three and a half years ago, my friend turned me on to Eagle Rare, uh, which is another product from Buffalo Trace. And um, I basically went to a liquor store right by my apartment in the city and uh, befriended them uh, over a bottle of Eagle Rare and I, I started talking to him about like Pappy Van Winkle and the, and the really allocated, <laughs> stuff. Um, because I had just been on like a bachelor party a few weeks before and, and everybody was talking about Pappy Van Winkle and, you know, I had heard of it and its elusiveness, but I wasn't really, you know, too, too into it um, uh, until I started drinking bourbon again. So I started talking to the liquor store uh, manager and really got to be good friends with him. Dan, you have a
0: mailing list, right? So if people want to know about bourbon bourbon deals or just bourbon releases in certain states, they can sign up for this this email account, correct? I know I'm a member, so I know that this is, this is true.
2: That is correct. Something that's been a longer term goal of mine was to really create a collective amongst bourbon hunters, bourbon enthusiasts. Uh, in the country, in, you know, across the globe, uh, because I've seen so many people looking for um, the whiskeys they love at good prices, because right now it, it's gotten a little crazy in the retail stores uh, with the price gouging of of all of these uh, these bourbons, even some like everyday bourbons get priced out and mm-hmm. they end up sitting on shelves when they could Wait, be getting so, so uh,
1: there there's someone called a bourbon hunter
2: oh yes there are many I, bourbon hunters
1: i can see this is a reality tv show on like ht <laughs> right where we're going in we're okay, quiet here we're looking for this <laughs> particular burden it's hiding over there in the corner i mean so is there a course you take is there some kind of how does one become like a,
0: a sommelier but yeah. for bourbon right how does someone become a bourbon hunter
2: Oh, well, a bourbon hunter, there's there's really no formula or class you can take. Um, there are uh, like sommelier types of courses, like Stave and Thief Society, I believe, holds a uh, pretty intensive course. And, society. I'd like and like
1: to be become
2: like a master. Is there like a membership
1: or dues? Is there some kind of initiation you go through? Is there like hazing that goes on?
2: I don't think there's hazing, <laughs> but
1: it uh, if you're making uh, a bunch of drinks, yeah, it's
2: definitely a you know a course that you pay for. Um and I, I don't think it's cheap, but I do I but I have heard very good reviews. I haven't taken it myself. I've I've really expanded my palate and um you know kind of gotten the experience I have thus far just through drinking a lot
0: of it. <laughs> What a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Best
2: research you can do. Everything's yeah. a tax write-off. This
0: is just yeah. this is for work. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering about that. And the tax write-off, <laughs> you know,
1: tonight is a write-off. So that's good yeah. for you.
2: Right. Um, uh, but back to your question, the, the, the bourbon hunter is getting more and more, um, you know, acknowledgement these days. Uh, there are, there are a lot of them. I think it really comes down to how many relationships do you have at liquor stores and how lucky are you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've walked into a liquor store in London and found the Van Winkle Lot B on the shelf for a 100 pounds. Wow. Um, That's a good deal. Yeah, it's a great deal. I, I didn't even see it on the shelf because I, I, you know, I wasn't expecting it. But I asked them and they're like, look. It's right in front of your face. Um, <laughs> you, had mad
1: eyes. you had your mad eyes on. Well, well exactly. is, is,
0: bourbon, is bourbon popular in foreign countries? I know they call it like American scotch. Do you find that it's really taken on in other parts of the world?
2: It definitely is. Uh, I, I've definitely found that it's, it's very popular in Europe um, and also parts of Asia, uh, like hmm. Japan especially. Um, and I think it's growing and growing. And, you prefer and
1: bourbon over whiskey? With I mean, there's a unique difference between the two.
2: So bourbon is a type of whiskey. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, there's there's many different types of whiskey. you have your Scotch, which is your whiskey that is made in Scotland. You have your Irish whiskey that's in Ireland. Um, and I prefer bourbons and ryes. Mm-hmm. I I don't like the peaty type of um, you know that that peat. Taste that smokiness yeah. that you'll kind of get in like a single malt mm-hmm. or, or a Scotch. Um, I do like Japanese whiskey because it's it it's like very smooth and and relaxing, um, and that's kind of how I feel about bourbon and and rye. So Dan. We're going to get to listener questions in just a bit because
0: Coach Randy is a little wound up and I need to strap him in. I'm but, sorry. But, well, I'm actually, just we're excited. We're talking I mean, about this bourbon. Is a, I mean, this, this is a bourbon connoisseur. We, I, yeah, so, this is like a holy pilgrimage for us. This so.
1: is like I'm going Like I'm
0: going to the Jerusalem wall. I'm
1: here at the Whalen Wall here <laughs> with the expert. You're like the, the Rebbe, is, the great this Rebbe. Is, this
0: is the Hodge <laughs> and the Wall all in one shot. So, so Dan, before we get to the listeners, um, how does one sign up for your bourbon alerts?
2: Got it. Sorry. Yeah, I kind of went off topic there. for That's right. It's good to go off topic Um,
0: when you're talking about bourbon.
2: Yeah, I digressed. But yes, you can uh, join the mailing list by going to my website, DanTheBourbonMan.com. It's quick. It's easy. It's free. You just put in your your email and you hit join. And obviously, you have to be over 21. Um, And then you get my bourbon alerts. And the way the bourbon alerts work is it's community run. So, you know, you have a bourbon hunter or just a bourbon enthusiast, whoever, they go into a spot in Georgia, they go into a spot in Tennessee, they find something they like, they see that there's more on the shelf. They want to let other people know because whiskey is all about community. Whiskey is all about sharing selflessness. So um, they'll send in the report, which you could also do from my website. I get all those reports. I compile them. I fact check them to some degree, and then I send them out to the community. And we're about five thousand members strong right now on the mailing list.
0: Mm, Very good. That's really now. Just to quickly the question in a
1: second: Is this is this your livelihood? Is this how you make a living?
2: No, I'm um, I'm a producer in television.
0: Ooh! Wow! Anything we've seen?
2: Probably. I'm not going to get too into it. I'll talk to you guys on the side. But All right. That's um,
1: cool. All right now we're focusing on bourbon, but yeah, yeah this is yeah. interesting. Yeah. So you're able to uh, have the time to be, I mean, how'd you get the nickname Dan, the bourbon man?
2: I, I named myself that.
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> like you
0: named
2: yourself Coach head you see how that works? <laughs>
1: it's like, you know, they say, Dan, you got a great name.
0: Dan, the, you like bourbon. Let's call you Dan. the. He was like, boom, I am Dan, the well, bourbon when man. When I first saw it, I'm like, it has to be like Dan, Dan, the bourbon man.
2: Right. <laughs> people the people at work made up a, a song that that kind of goes to that jingle dan yeah, the if we
0: can man. download yeah. that on itunes would be great so let's get to some listener questions we we have quite a few uh we'll, we'll alternate Randy, we'll take turns just like in in elementary school uh but here is one from our friend uh pd in baltimore all right in Baltimore. he didn't like pd but that's a different kind that's of that's a different this is pete from baltimore says uh dear dan i'm on a budget what are some good bourbons for under 40 bucks? I guess 40 bucks is Pete's budget.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's think. I mean, you've got, you've got Eagle rare, which is mm-hmm. a fantastic choice. Um, and you could find it in most markets for under that amount. Mm-hmm. You can uh, go with the Henry McKenna bottled in bond single barrel. In some markets, you could find it for that much. Elijah Craig, small batch. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Great great uh bottle um you've got old forester um good old they're, that's old yeah yep, yep. they're 100 they're 100 proof bourbon they're 100 proof uh rye as well it you know not not that um pricey at all and and very good for uh, the price dan have you heard of bluff springs i've i've not
0: okay well, that sucks uh, and there's clearly a reason for so here's the, here's the thing. I went into my own, uh, you know, my favorite, you know, wine and, and liquor store, and there's always somebody that's over-solicits and comes around to help you. I really like um, Jim Beam Devil's Cut. I really like the taste of it. Oh, business. nice. And and as you said, the prices for commercial bourbon like that have really skyrocketed, and he, and he said, well, if you like Devil's Cut, you should try this Bluff Springs. It's, you know, a, a $40 bourbon, and I think you'll find that it replicates the taste of, of the devil's cut. Uh, Dan, it does not. <laughs> and now I'm out $40. I've got this bottle of three quarters bourbon sitting here. Yes. So it makes a great paperweight. So no, you
1: just combine it with some diet Coke and it's just bourbon and Coke. You just drink yeah. it that way. Just
0: yeah. it to it. some unsuspecting fool, which I was three weeks ago in my own beer and liquor store. And then I saw this dude again <laughs> just the other day and he goes, uh, well, how's the bluff Springs? I said, Hugo, it sucks. I'm going with my bib and Tucker. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe to some people, you know, they'll, they'll like, you know, those, that brand, but I guess it doesn't appeal to everybody. I, I haven't heard of it. I don't know where it's made or distilled or bottled. Um, yeah. So, so I have
1: a second question before I get to that though. Do you like your bourbon neat on the rights? Do you like your bourbon neat on the rocks with a mixer, Are you, uh, an old fashioned or a
0: Manhattan? What do you like?
2: I'm a solely a neat person. Um,
0: it's, all, it's all about East. Golf clap. Well, it's I like one, one ice cube. I'm empty. One ice cube just to burn off the ethanol so I can yeah. truly taste the bourbon.
2: Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll drop a couple of like water droplets in if it's a really hot bourbon so it could open it up a little bit and, and put out some of the fire. I tend to like bourbons over 100 proof, sometimes even over 115 proof. So- um, yeah, but I'll drink it neat, and if I'm like out to a restaurant, which <laughs> I don't know if what will ever happen again mm-hmm. um but uh <laughs> i i <laughs> I like uh an old fashioned when I'm you know out for dinner.
0: we hope it does you we like know, it when it, the, it does we're yes. gonna have to
2: meet Dan the bourbon man yeah, now, absolutely
0: at a restaurant and he's gonna have that do you swords. like it with that
1: big, large kind of yes. ice cube block that's that ball right isn't that that's the best way to have it, right?
2: Yeah, it, it is. Uh, I I don't like the chunks of ice because they melt a lot yeah, quicker and dilute yeah. the whiskey. Mm-hmm. And the larger the ice cube, the less runoff you have. And oh, it's uh, all
1: about larger ice cube. I told you he you would say that. You're, yeah. You're me. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Actually, there's this
2: great company out of Texas uh, called um, Iceology, and uh, they sent me some of their stuff, and I've I've used it, and they're. Uh, their technology makes, like, completely clear ice. So you, you, you know, put it in the molds, and when yeah. it comes out of the freezer, it's completely clear, and it's, like, these large blocks of, like, you know, in round form or... One like, large testicle is what you're saying. You <laughs> always have to <laughs> well, go... There. I gotta go there! Why?
0: I need to give Why? the visual we just to our keep listeners. It about bourbon. We have
1: to give the visual to our listeners.
2: Well, they could be spheres, they could be... They could be uh, round, you know, rocks.
0: is better. Come on, Dan. It's, I'm, going, I'm going with spheres. I'm going with spheres. All All right, right, so let's get it, back to listener for yeah, questions.
1: Here's another question. This, this is from Steve-O from Charlotte, North Steve-O. Carolina. Steve-O from Charlotte, North Carolina. Is he like a doo Stevo. Hey, steve hey, 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 I'm Steve-O, right? Or is uh, he the Steve-O. guy
2: from uh, the MTV show? This
1: is a good question. Are there any good bourbons not made in Kentucky? Oh,
0: great question. Oh,
2: yeah. What's one of your faves? Um, Hill Rock, uh, Hill Rock, uh, yes, Hill Rock Distillery. They're based in Ancrum, Ancrum New York, um, oh. and they're fantastic. I just did a barrel pick with them, actually, with a single malt uh, whiskey, um, and their Solera aged bourbon whiskey is absolutely fantastic. It's one of my top five. It's one of the reasons I, you know, kind of got back into the bourbon game because that same liquor store I talked about earlier that uh, sold me the old Rip Van Winkle, right after that, they said, okay, now you have to try this Hill Rock Solera bourbon, and I did, and I was, like, forever hooked. Yeah. Then, huh. Right I in mean, London,
0: New York. Right in, in New not York. Not far from Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I'm not sure if a lot of people know this. Uh, by the way, Taconic Distillery in New York is incredible as well. I did a, a pick with them, too. Is that off the, is that off the parkway? I, I think so. They're, they're, <laughs> no. You need to settle. Need to settle. It.
0: <laughs> Otherwise, I'm, I'm going to stab you in the neck, Coach, and you don't stop.
2: It's gotta be. I, I don't know. I, I haven't been to the distillery myself because my barrel pick I did like during COVID times and mm-hmm. we did it all by mail. Um, but, uh, th- their stuff is incredible. And I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but a lot of bourbon and rye that you see on shelves these days from different, you know, uh, you know, from these different products, uh, a lot of them come from one distillery in Indiana called MGP. Hmm. Hmm. So what smaller uh, spirits companies or smaller distilleries do when they're getting ready to like ramp up their brand is they'll buy barrels from this giant distillery in Indiana, who make incredible whiskey, by the way. I love Indiana. That. Indiana, yeah. Well,
0: Indiana is not far from that's Kentucky. The, it's right across. No, the but coast. that's the Bible Belt. I figured there's no. I mean, that was like. That's probably why they're distilling so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, uh, a lot of newer brands will, and and even like super established brands today will go to Indiana, buy barrels from MGP, slap their label on it, and sell it. And on the bottle, it'll say distilled in Indiana. Bottled and produced by such and such.
0: Oh I did not know that. The curtain so, has been pulled back.
2: I, and I mean MGP makes some incredible stuff. I have like four different labeled uh, four different products on my shelf right now that I could look at. And you know, all of those are from that same distillery. Dan must
1: have a um, few shelves. I can't imagine what your
0: shelves are. I'd like look to look see your like. shelves. Do you have big shelves? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, big shelves. It needs big shelves. Uh, not
2: right now. I used to. I'm kind of like in the middle uh, of like a move, uh, of a permanent move, just because of all this COVID stuff We yep. moved out of the city. So, Smart um, move. yeah, in an in-between right now. So, I, I can't wait to get some some new shelves. And,
0: yep. Excellent. All
2: right. yeah.
0: So, we were talking about bourbons that are not made in Kentucky, but have you done the Bourbon Trail Tour?
2: i i haven't done the actual tour itself but i was down in kentucky um july 2019 for a bourbon event and we good. went to many different distilleries and and actually had a lot of different distilleries come to this event
0: cool hmm. so here's a question from uh brad right in pompton lakes new not far from that show
1: this is pompton lakes new jersey yep must right be on, wealthy route
0: 23 yes. Yeah. i don't know <laughs> It's a fairly modest town. It's a pretty well town. It's modest actually where I got my town. first
1: job in radio. I think it says, you, you popped your first cherry.
0: <laughs> oh, coach, I, seriously, I'm, I'm going to get the gaffer's tape and I'm, I'm going to put it across your man. This is going to be a solo it's, show it's, if you it's can't believe yourself. <laughs> All right. Um, Dan the bourbon man, what kind of bourbon do you recommend for a very special occasion like a 50th birthday party, college graduation? You know, Coaching two losing softball <laughs> yes, seasons absolutely. for for both of your girls. <laughs> so, uh For the for the big event, and you're going to splurge a little bit. I think what what Brad and Pom, Pompton Lakes is asking is what what's the go to.
2: it's oh, a good question. I mean, everybody has different limits, right? I would always say that a bottle of Blantons, it, oh. you know, goes goes a long way, um, and it could definitely be treated as a as a special occasion bourbon. If you really want to go all out, go find yourself some Pappy Van Winkle, some, uh, Buffalo trace antique collection. Uh, you're probably, you're going to pay a premium. My recommendation is go to the store that you have the best relationship with. Um, and go way in advance, get it on their radar. Um, you know and try to negotiate a little bit you know Uh, you know if if you pay a little bit of a premium and they get to sell it and make a little bit of a profit on it that's better than it you know sitting on a shelf for five years. yeah
1: you know so i first experienced buffalo Trace on a cruise ship on a bourbon tasting oh nice and i was like oh my god this stuff is amazing and i bought a whole bunch of uh buffalo Trace. and then i discovered uh blanton right which I'm trying to collect all the different, all the different, all the uh, horses, all robbers, all the horses yeah. right. And it pisses me the F off. I can't find a bottle of Blanton's anywhere. And I'm looking all over the place. Why is that? What the F is that? What's up with that?
2: So I'm not sure if it's supply issue or demand issue or both, but uh, I mean, I'm sure it's a bit of both. But from what I know, the, you know, there there's probably not enough to go around at the moment. And when the liquor stores get them, it's like every three months that they'll get maybe a case. Yeah. Uh, And the cases are six bottles. Yeah. And now um, it's hard to even find uh, a liquor store in some cases where, you know, they're selling it for the 59 99. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll see it for 130. I've seen it for 300. Wow. Um, but you never, you never get a bad
1: bottle of Buffalo Trace. No, no. Yeah. Or, or, or Blanton. Uh, Blanton is the deal. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's the Kentucky, uh, uh, what's that horse race called? The uh, Derby? The Derby, Derby. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Churchill Downs. <laughs> Churchill Downs. I've seen pictures. Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen lots of, and video, mm-hmm. too. Uh, all right, so, Dan, here's our last question. Then we're going to talk about being a dad real quickly. Okay. last question. This comes from Ty from Long Island. All right, mm-hmm. Ty from Long Island. Basic question. Should I try why? <laughs> should I try rye?
0: So Ty wants from, to know about rye. Yes. Now we become a Dr. Seuss podcast. Okay.
2: Ty from L I. Yes. Oh, should try L- rye.
0: L-I. Thank you for participating, Dan.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm drinking rye right now. Um, my son's name is Rye In. Uh-huh. Why do you why do you think I named him Ryan? Right, there you go. Because <laughs> no. bourbon is just a weird name for a boy. <laughs> um,
1: whiskey. I mean, come here, whiskey. Come uh, on,
2: boy. That's that's <laughs> definitely a name for a cat. Bourbon's my dog's name. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. But uh um, anyway, the uh yes, you should try rye. Um rye, it it all it, it's got similarities to bourbon, obviously, because of the mash bill, and if you don't know what the mash bill is, it's a the mix of grains. And what you touched on before is, you know, bourbon is classified as 51 percent corn and or or more. And it usually is more. Rye is 51 percent or more of rye. Uh, So you're going to taste uh, it. It's going to be more of a like a spicy experience. Um,
1: yeah, I know, I, rye, rye just f's up my throat.
0: Oh, rye, like you have that with a corned beef sandwich. sandwich
2: <laughs> yeah, no, you could definitely taste um, similarities between yeah. the rye bread and, and, and rye itself. I mean, and I, I love rye bread, so, I mean, if, if you like rye bread and you like corned beef uh, sandwiches, then, then try some rye. So, so if I'm similar, here, with a so, so
1: tie and L-I, go with rye
0: go with rye and is there dan is there a particular brand of rye that you enjoy
2: yeah i i'm well i really do like the new york distilling ragtime rye which which i'm drinking right now did you always want to be a dad always wanted to be a dad
0: dan what do you like to do with your i know your kids are small but you know a nice uh, november saturday or sunday what are you doing with your kids
2: uh we did a bunch of outside uh, playing today. We we played with some of his toys. We had like a this like air propelled rocket ship thing that we were playing with for a while out outside. Uh kicked the soccer ball around. He loves to run around um trying to uh do as many classes with his classmates as possible and as safe as we can make them. Uh like we just had like a 10-week soccer class with, like, four other kids. Yeah. Uh, there's, a like, a Taekwondo class as well oh, wow. that we did every every Monday for about 10 weeks. So trying to get, you know, outside as much as possible. Um, tomorrow we might even, you know, go to uh, the beach nearby.
1: If oh, cool. And so be. is there a, uh, a Mrs. Danda bourbon man?
2: There is. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: how involved is she in, uh, do you, uh, you know, do you offer accolades for her role and her involvement in in being, uh, Mrs. Dan, the bourbon man?
2: Uh, you mean like, like bourbon accolades?
1: Mom, I'll
2: raise a glass to her if she's, (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, she's, she's fantastic. I I mean, um, you know, she, she plays, uh, a much larger role uh than I do, especially during the week um especially you know in our in our current like uh quarantine situation right now where where I'm like working from home and uh, so uh you know and there's and we don't really have um you know we we don't have like a nanny or or babysitter right now just because of of COVID and trying to keep it super safe, so so yeah, she's super involved and and uh, uh, completely amazing.
1: All right, so we have two more questions. First, uh, this question is very serious, and I think if you could help dads out there, um, how did you get your wife to buy in to the fact to allow you to be Dan the Bourbon Man as like a whole like a whole side hustle? How did you allow her to uh, give you that option?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um well it was kind of, it was a kind of a slow burn, right? So I think I got <laughs> like <a> more bourbon. <laughs> well, yeah. I got more and more involved with it as it went along. At first it was, you know, the eye roll of like, why are you taking 50 bourbons out of the closet? First off, why do you have for 50 bourbons? <laughs> in the um and and, like, why are you putting them on the table to photograph them? This is kind of silly. Um, oh, you're going out, uh, you know, on a Saturday morning to go hunt bourbon. It's like, uh, do we need to talk to somebody? <laughs> it
0: doesn't seem like a good use of time, right? Do we need to talk to a
1: therapist or something yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it, no i was like no but like you know in new york you could you could really get some good exercise You know, walking around and hitting up like 50 stores in a day like you're walking 20 miles That's oh so it's,
1: it's exercise i see it it's exercise
2: yeah it's Very i got a
0: lot of steps walking
2: through my liquor store <laughs> just trying to find the right bourbon or beer exactly <laughs> I get it um so it's like, instead of going to the gym, like I'm going bourbon hunting, you know, I'm, I'm walking 20 miles. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, and that was kind of that. And as, you know, it went along, it, it you know, it's definitely, <laughs> there's, there might've been some small arguments like, no, I think, done, <laughs> I think you're done hunting. It kind of just fuels, fuels the the hobby right yeah yep dan and diaper getting
0: absolutely. diaper money, <laughs> diaper money. <laughs> exactly <laughs>
2: yeah. exactly
0: all right so we're gonna land the plane right now uh dan or uh or should i say fill the the select barrel absolutely which means we're gonna take it home so okay. we, we have the segment on our show it's our final segment where we ask our guests for their dad advice. what advice would you have for other dad listeners of bad to the dad and it could pertain to your passion or it could just be
2: advice dad advice in general i guess my main dad advice uh would be to really listen to your instincts especially if you're starting out if you're a new dad and you have a, like a newborn or an infant at home cuz i mean those those times could be super challenging with uh just dealing with a a newborn for the first time and you're probably dealing with a lot of people and and their uh their thoughts and and their recommendations and it can be very overwhelming so i feel like just go with what you think is best and that's usually the best way to go Mm -hmm. um like with our with our first with, uh, our son, Ryan, uh, you know, the, the first three months, it was like figuring things out for the first time. And it was, it was, a, it was very overwhelming and, and it could be a little bit crazy and stressful, uh, all the while amazing. Um, but you, you kind of just figure it out that like, just, just do you, uh, listen to your instincts and you'll be fine. Um, like with our second it was so much easier you know we just knew what to do we knew what to uh what to say and we knew what to expect um because we had already gone through that whole instinct thing um and and we didn't have so many people to call or get recommendations from um so that's my main thing my second thing is what i said before get them sleep trained as soon as you can <laughs> because if you get a good night's sleep, you're going to be a better more aware parent. Um you'll just be more into it. Um you'll be less groggy, you'll be uh you know, just you'll you'll be able to you know, just be energized. Yeah. Um and change diapers. Change diapers.
0: Hey. hey uh. You can't beat that. Don't, don't, you don't go with just one. Like <laughs> the potato chip commercial. <laughs> exactly. says. So I like the sleep training. I think I'm going to get my partner co-train <laughs> no. sleep training. Sleep train? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's about that time. But we want to thank Dan the Bourbon Man for being on our uh, being our guest on Bad to the Dad. This was a lot of fun. We were looking forward to this, and thanks Here. so much for making time for us. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, not just with the the bourbon endeavors, but of course with your your young family and. Hopefully, Dan, we'll be able to see you live back in a restaurant or a bar sometime soon, and we'll make sure that we give you the Bad to the Dad keychain, which is what we give all of our guests who are now in the fraternity of the Bad to the Dad (laughs) guest list. A a great joy having you on, Dan the Bourbon Man. Thank you. Thank you
2: you so much. I can't wait until we can get into a restaurant, we can get into a bar, have ourselves um, a whiskey together.
1: Right, what are some of your social media handles?
2: just at Dan the bourbon man, uh, on Instagram. And then you can visit me, Dan, the Thanks Dan. All Thank you so much.
0: We are bad to the dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Remember, you can find us on social media at Bad to the Dad. That's our handle on most of the social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. So impressed with you posting on Help LinkedIn, that. Coach Randy. We get a lot of looks on LinkedIn. Yeah. And I think a lot that's of That's the reason why you know we've got three or four new people that <laughs> are, are listening to the podcast. And we have a website, which is www.badtothedad.com. You can check in on our guests. Both present and past, and maybe even future, if we future. get around to it, if we can. which which would be very very cool. And if you want to interact with us, you can DM with us on social media, or as many of you did because of our guest Dan the Bourbon Man. You can email us at contact us at And I do want to thank Dan the Bourbon Man for being our guest this week. I had to tell you, Coach, you were like a man possessed. You were like a kid who I, had too much cake at the Chuck E Cheese <laughs> and then ran to the ball pit. I
1: had to. I had to know more. I had. I mean, first of all, I don't know how many glasses were in of bourbon, but it was quite a conversation. Well,
0: well, so that was one of our longest interviews. Yes. Depending on your editing skills, will likely be pared down. I can only imagine what's going on the cutting room floor or the cutting room Zoom.
1: But Dan the Bourbon Man, can
0: you come up with any better name? No. 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 I mean, the fact that he owns this. Yes. Right? And, And lives the passion of bourbon. I think every dad should find something like that where when they have free time, and I know yes. there's not a lot, there's not a lot, especially during the, the COVID era. Correct. But if you've got that free time, pour your, no pun intended, pour your whole self in. I think there's pun intended. Oh, ton, tons of pun! I've been working on that for like <laughs> tons five, of pun. Five, five days. <laughs> pour yourself into that passion. All right, make the most of it. Dan certainly has, and he's created, as he said, an entire community around
1: bourbon. No, what a and I, thing. I think it's great, and... But I think uh, we had a lot of questions. We asked a lot of questions. Thank you to our uh, listeners who, who emailed us on our uh, email address, contest us. Contact bat-
0: us at com, coach.
1: Right? And I'm working I got on your it. back. I got your back. Then no, you got my back. <laughs> but the fact that his wife is so supportive, I mean, how cool is that? I, I don't know if my wife would allow me to go off and become a bourbon hunter and look for bourbons.
0: Well, if you were getting some cash out of it, I. I think she would be As the a first one hu- kicking you out the door. That's a
1: side hustle. Uh, but he did know a lot about bourbons. And there was a lot of stuff he talked about offline uh, in yeah. terms of everything. But uh, good job. good get- Love the fact that, again,
0: I'm through a networks- guest. he's a bourbon hunter. I'm a guest hunter. You're a guest hunter. Uh,
1: what a fun show. Lo- Love listening to, to Dan. It was a, it was a fun, uh, fun episode.
0: Uh, And who do we have coming up next week? Yeah, I didn't have to hunt too hard for our next guest. His name is Keith Barberia. Uh Uh, Full disclosure, friend of mine from college, and he's really worked his way up through the NBC echelons. He is the operations head of NBC Boston. Started with the Today Show, Yeah. then went to NBC Hartford, now he's running the show at NBC Mm -hmm. Boston. But he also is raising awareness for men's health concerns. It is November. November. Yes, for we do. Movember. Yeah, gotcha. Keith does that, so we're going to talk about men's health issues. He does this for a few of his uncles who, unfortunately, have passed away. He's growing the stash. It's creepy as hell, but we love him for it. Yes. But I also want to find out, man, to to be an operations guy. Yeah. Inside an NBC news at this
1: time. This time in our history.
0: Studio, and now we're going to be talking to him after the election, but believe me, the news is not going to stop with Saturday night and Biden and Kamala making speeches. There's going to be a lot of aftermath. I can
1: only so imagine what's going to happen the next week. Let's,
0: let's find out from Keith what's, what's going down. Good and for you, Adam D. What are seeing behind the scenes? So, very proud of season four. Yes. We've brought a lot of variety. We've tried to be current as possible, especially given the election. We keep COVID. getting better and better. I mean, we're, we're 10 episodes in already. 10 episodes. Only a few more episodes left. Well, only right? a few more to really appreciate season four. And then, you know, don't worry. We will take our break. Yes. We'll come back with a couple of specials. Yes. And then oh, there it is again. Yeah. And then bring it all back for uh, the Super Bowl Sunday season premiere of season five. Yeah. But let's enjoy season four. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And the fact that you and I had a chance to
1: celebrate some more bourbon. Here, cheers. I don't know if I could do this again.
0: (laughs) Bring it down, brother. All right. Well, we're going to put Coach Randy to bed. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Dads, have a great week.